morning, Minneapolis and other beautiful cities all around the world. My name is La Alva, and I'm an extreme extrovert. So, ooh, God, hot. I just have been outside. <laughs> I was outside um, for like 15 minutes. <laughs> it's really not that cold outside, but the snow really does get you like, you know... If you don't wear the right thing, which I honestly did wear the right thing. I wore my, um, you know, I wore my winter jacket. I wore my boots. I wore my socks, all the things. And I got home and I'm still a teeny bit cold. So I decided that I am going to sit in the hot bathtub until my feet have de-thawed. Because... <laughs> I'm freaking freezing. Anyway. Um, other than that, everything has been good. It was interesting because to this morning I worked and somebody had asked me something. They were like, hey, how are you doing? And I was like, you know, me personally, I always kind of stick with the same response as everyone does. Everyone always sticks with the same responses when they are, you know caught up with a generic question the generic question here is like how are you and I was like oh you know I'm not too bad that's like my generic answer I always say I'm not too bad um because you know it could be worse and I realized that the person that had asked me what I how I was was actually an old friend of mine a very very old friend of mine that used to work at the airport when um I was working at the airport and I was like oh man I remember you it, it seems a lot longer than it actually has been because of COVID you know you don't see anybody and so like it's probably maybe only been like eight months that I haven't seen this person but I, it's, it seems like forever I was like man long time ago eight months ago <laughs> How time, you know, changes things. Anyway, so she asked me how I was. And I was like, oh, I'm good. You know, not not bad. And she was like, no. Like, how are you really? Like, how are you honestly? Like, how are you doing? And I was like, oh boy, well. <laughs> that's a very good question. And... I kind of decided to change the topic, mainly because I wanted to change the topic and I didn't want to, you know, get into sappy details of my, um, you know, life, which, you know, life is good, it's bad, it's life. And so I actually changed the subject and I told her, I was like, hey, you know, I actually took a class um, in my, you know, undergrad at the University of Minnesota where every day we were in the class... We had to say something like how we were feeling that day without saying like a generic answer. Without saying like, oh, I'm good. I'm, you know, I'm sad or I'm tired. It had to be an extravagant or an elaborate or some kind of word that would really pinpoint and define what you were feeling at that moment. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's a, that seems like an interesting exercise. So she was like, for me, I, I just feel kind of like free and happy. 
she said, you know, because she was getting close to retirement, and she said she just kind of has felt, you know, more open, more still. The stillness of quarantine. She was like, I like the stillness of quarantine and, like, how things seem to be more relaxed. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. I'm glad that you're, you know, I'm, I'm glad that that's working out for you. And me, she was like, so? So that led me to the question, how, how am I honestly? Like, when you think about, like, how your day goes, like, how are you honestly? And it's interesting, because... Sometimes when you wake up in the morning, you just jump out of bed. You feel energized. You feel great. You're like, you know what? I'm going to go and do my thing. I'm going to live today. Everything is just wonderful. And nothing in particularly really happens. You know, nothing in particularly bad or nothing in particularly good. You just kind of get up out of bed and you're like, hey, today is, is going to be this kind of day. Well, when I woke up this morning, I was a little anxious. I was waiting for a package, and during my busy schedule, I was like, dang, I know exactly that I'm going to miss the delivery, and I don't have the time to reschedule the delivery, so it's probably going to arrive at my house when I'm not there. So I'm like, gosh darn it. So every day, like, not every day, sorry, the whole day, like, the whole, like, hours passed by, I was, like, dying to, like, get my work done so that I could go home and, like... Engage in my wonderful package that I bought myself. Um, because I desperately needed it anyway. It was a computer. It is a computer. And I was like just anxious all day thinking about it. I was excited. I was nervous. I was like just waiting. The best way to express my whole day was I was, it is just full anticipation. Anticipation to go home. Anticipation to like open the package that I was hoping to receive, um, <clears throat> stuff like that. Anticipation, <sighs> and of course, because of the winter and the snow, making it home on time was kind of stressful. It was not the easiest, which I was like, it, it's not that bad, it's only like three blocks down. Like, I had to go from one destination to the next. So it wasn't really that bad, but it was just, it took more time than I anticipated. And so now I have to wait another day and another day um, to get my delivery, which I was kind of disappointed. But it's okay. You know, that's just how I honestly felt today. I felt like I was anticipating an event that didn't happen. But that's okay. <clears throat> it is alright. But in all honesty though, I would challenge you, you if you have not already challenged yourself already. Um, there is an app. It's called the... What is it called? Mind Meter? I think it's called the Emotional Meter. Let me... Double check here. Anyway. A mood meter. There it is. It's called mood meter. And I believe it's 99 cents. Um, and it's for iPhone or Android. And someone had told me about this uh, app. And they were like, 
moods are very important. Mood, like, understanding your mood and understanding your emotions. Mood and emotion is very, like, I feel like very similar. And <clears throat> anyway, same friend, still talking today. And they were like, you know what, this, this app. I tried it. It's really fun. It's uh, like they just came out with it, whatever. Who knows if it did. I haven't done much research about that. But yeah, supposedly it's called Mood Meter and it's 99 cents. And you go and you try to comprehend more of your emotions and how it correlates to your overall being. And I feel like that's almost like a science of being happy. You know, like, in our all of our lives, we're just kind of always striving to be happy. Because you're never waking up and you're like, man, I hope I feel depressed as fuck today. I just hope that everything goes to shit and I just have a fucking horrible ass day because that's exactly what I like. <laughs> no one ever fucking says that, you know? No one does. And I don't know, I, I just feel like there's, it's interesting. Like, understand, like, anyway, moving on from this topic. Um, same topic, different thing, kind of. Anyway, so, like, for example, say you're five years old. You know how in kindergarten you, I feel like you did kind of the same, similar exercise. You know, you kind of go, like, along the line or around the class and you're like, hey, how are you today? Are you good? Are you not good? Uh, blah blah like everyone has that general interest of like how are you today whether it's like identifying your own emotions and other people's emotions and em emotional intelligence is really important because when it correlates to happiness if you are aware of other people's emotions and their other people's ambitions and their character overall it'll be easier to understand them it's kind of like emotional intelligence and comprehending in emotional intelligence is really similar to like practicing math or practicing science. It's something that you have to take focus in, you know? And because we're so busy with our everyday lives, it might be easy to get twisted in what we think we should be happy or how other people should be happy. You know what I mean? And that's the art of happiness. Happiness and well-being is so diverse as it is for everyone. Because everyone is diverse. Everyone's different. Everyone has a different color. Everyone has a different culture. And those are going to correspond to your ideals of happiness. When I think of my ideals of happiness, for me, I know for sure some people are not going to take my ideals <laughs> the same, like, I love travel. I love adventure. I like to feel exhilarated in an environment where I might not know the language. I might not know the food. I might not know how to take the bus. I might not know how, how to get there. That's exhilarating for me. When I get off the plane, when I get out of the car, when I get off my bike, when I get off of anything... <clears throat> In regards to travel, and get to a new place, and just makes me feel happy. That's my genuine purpose in life as an extreme extrovert. I just want adventure. And 
I also like to hear about other people's adventures. I love to hear... <clears throat> pardon me. I love when people tell me about their travels. I love when people tell me about their dates. I love when people tell me things that they genuinely enjoy. Because that makes me happy. I also really like silence sometimes. <laughs> I feel horrible because I am an extroverted person. I'm very loud. I talk a lot at times. But there are days where I just like silence. I like to take walks. I like to go on Lake Bademakaska and sail. Oh, sailing is my favorite thing to do. Makes me so happy. Makes me the happiest. Water makes me happy. Taking baths. You know, taking a shower. Going swimming. Doing laps. Preferably lap swimming makes me probably the happiest. And... Yeah. Music. Music definitely makes me happy. When it comes to, like, lifetime goals, you know, and future, I don't know, dreams and aspirations, I feel like <clears throat> this is where media kind of ties into everything. Media kind of tells us what we want to do, but it shouldn't always, you know, I don't know, it shouldn't deteriorate the fact that, you know, we all have diverse dreams as well. But you know what, say say it's an ideal dream. An ideal dream is to have, be middle class, middle class, white collar job, have a wife or a husband, a few kids, right? You might argue that that's ideal. And for some people that is amazing. This is life and this is beautiful and this is happiness and for me i think this would be happiness like this could be happiness for anybody but happiness doesn't have to be like that but it's okay if it is and i think that's why it gets confusing because maybe i don't know maybe some people aren't confused but i personally am confused because as a world traveler and as a person that doesn't stay in one place for a very long time, I often wonder about my future sometimes. Because I'm like, hey, if I'm going all around the world and I'm doing all these amazing things, how is my future going to look like? Am I going to be like deserted on an island somewhere? Like <laughs> trapped? Or am I going to be like, you know, alone on a boat? I don't know. I'm just kind of... Oh, I don't know what the future holds for me in regards to happiness. Sometimes I wonder that. Sometimes I wonder, is, you know, is sobriety going to go very well? Am I finally going to accomplish that goal? And when I do, how will I feel? So... I'm not sure. But a long rant <laughs> cut short. Overall, I think that 
being human, we always want what is best for each other. And I also think that everyone wants, you know, what is best for themselves. And everyone should thrive to do what is best for yourself. Respectfully. As long as it, you know, is not to harm other people. But I will let you guys go. And I appreciate you listening to my rant. And have the safest of travels.